Good morning. This is another podcast from the University of Oxford, and today we're going to be talking about choosing a college, which for many of our applicants is quite a novel experience. I'm joined by Dawn, who's in the second year of her PPE course at Pembroke, and Gareth, who's just finished his philosophy, politics, economics course at Harris Manchester, and has a big smile on his face uh, to uh, in, in recognition of that. Gareth, if I can come to you first. Um, you're a mature applicant. You uh, came to university having had a period away from school, um, and you opted for Harris Manchester College, which is the mature student college at Oxford. What is it about Harris Manchester that appealed? Because you could have applied to any of the colleges. Yeah. Um, I was actually encouraged uh, to apply to a different college, um, a specific one, just to go for one of the normal undergraduate colleges. However, when I looked at Harris Manchester, I thought it was really somewhere I could fit in, in terms of I'd been away from education, I'd been working full-time around people much older than me. I'd sort of grown up a bit before going, actually choosing to come back to education. And... When I looked at Harris Manchester, I thought, you know, it's a diverse mix of people from 21 to 80, and there's everyone in between. What I found when I went to visit the college was a very intimate atmosphere in terms of a small community well well knit together by its very diversity. Um, really, everyone with a different background, different education, different career, people that were at completely different stage of their lives, yet came together very well. Um, the tutors obviously have a, a unique aspect of teaching because they're not teaching people that have just come through the education system. They're not teaching people who are used to being taught. You know, they may be sat with someone who's much older than them, had a full career and, you know, has very, very strong opinions on certain things. But at the same time, it's still the same system in terms of education. And they, the tutors give great pastoral care, have great understanding of, of the differences that you've experienced and can incorporate those into your education so it becomes an advantage for you rather than a disadvantage. A lot of people think coming back into education is going to be a very difficult step. I found that Harris Manchester provides a great bridge in terms of managing your your social life and personal life and your education and helping you get the benefit of both. That's, that's, that's really helpful. I think a lot of people aren't aware that there's that sort of level of support, mm. which is targeted support um, to to uh, mature applicants. Yeah, even in Oxford, it's not very well known. No. Often people say, Harris, what? <laughs> and Dawn, um, one of the other interesting aspects of applying to Oxford is that people pick a college and assume that's, that's it. If you, you don't get to that college, that's the end of the story. Increasingly, we're finding that because students are interviewed usually at two or three colleges, um, that's not the case that you get offers and about 20% of our students now uh, end up at a college that wasn't their first choice originally. You've been through that process and I suspect some of our listeners are a bit worried about what that actually then means. Can you just talk us through um, how you applied and, and what your experience was of, of being reallocated elsewhere? Yeah, um, my original process for deciding where to apply was to sit down with my mum and look at all the different college prospectuses. And we went along them and we ticked the ones that provided housing for the three years. And we ticked the ones that, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how wise this is, but we ticked the ones that mentioned stuff um, about having a tradition for people from a northern background, having an inclusive atmosphere um, and things like that. And also, admittedly, from the pictures. Um, so I went along for interview at St. John's 
and I also had on my last day an interview at Pembroke. Um, and then over the Christmas period, when they write to you, the first letter I got was from Pembroke saying you've got in, into Pembroke. And then I got a second letter the next day, St. John's, saying you've not got into St. John's. Um, this didn't worry me at all, actually. I was um, <laughs> really, really, first of all, really, really happy and excited that I'd got into Oxford. Second of all, when I'd gone along to Pembroke, the people I'd met, the student helpers, and the tutors in the interview themselves had been really friendly, really open. I had a really nice experience just in the one interview I'd had there. And I'd looked around the college really quickly and really liked Pembroke. So everything worked out perfectly. And the, peop the other people I know at Pembroke who applied elsewhere and got pulled there don't seem to be disappointed about that process whatsoever. Pembroke wasn't somewhere you would have initially looked at, maybe, uh, looking at the criteria that you were talking about? Yeah. Um, on the criteria I was talking about, um, no, because Pembroke doesn't offer accommodation for the second years at the moment. However, if I was to apply again, one of the things I might have done um, was to ask friends of friends to get to know someone in Oxford and to ask their inf informal opinions um, about the stuff that I was looking for, about sports, about a friendly, laid-back, not too crazily stressy work atmosphere mm. and um, if I'd done it that way maybe Pembroke might have been one of the colleges that had popped up on the list. Yes and when you come for visits um, as part of the interview process you do get a chance obviously to interact with current students. How helpful did you find them in the process in, in helping you decide whether Oxford was right for you I guess? They were quite helpful because it's not term time however when you come down there's only 10, 20 student helpers around in each college. And uh, they were th everyone I bumped into I found really nice and got on with. However, it, it's not the most perfect look into how Oxford life goes, just because you've not got a broad enough spectrum mm -hmm. of people there. Um, but the people I met were really nice and definitely helped to calm my nerves. However, there is that feeling that sometimes you can't get rid of, like, well, it's okay for you telling me to calm down, you're already here. But um, that's just normal nerves, yeah. Gareth? I think um, they go some way to debunk the myth because you actually, you know, Oxford has, certainly for me, it was like this spectre. You know, it's this amazing place, you know, people in their ivory towers, lots of people who know everything. And you come down and you're there and you realise that actually, they're normal people mm. and you know they're not sitting around discussing existentialism all the time you know you come down they meet you they say right here's your room let's go let's have a drink they sit down talk to you and you know you just actually start to relax it's pretty hard to relax when you've got the interview coming up but you know you find that they'll do everything for you and then in my second year I you know was there for the interviewees and you just think wow that was me a year ago and how what I thought when when I came and I for me personally you know they they went a long way to to just helping me relax and see that this was somewhere I could live and actually you know study do well and, and make friends you know without all the pretense around it and did either of you attend an open day prior to making an application um, I attended a Oxbridge uh, conference at Old Trafford mm -hmm. um, with my college and then as part of an uh, FE Access Day came down to an event that was held at Worcester which is probably the best place to hold it because it's the most beautiful college I've ever seen and with its own lake but you know it was uh, there were students from my college and other 10 target regional areas in terms of um, state school with the lowest lowest university recruitment percentages and um, 
that re that really encouraged me as well. You know, I mean, you see the grandeur, but also you see the reality of it, mm. and you realise it's possible. How about you, Don? Um, yeah, I was really lucky in um, getting a look into Oxford before I came in my first year. On the Oxford Access Scheme, I managed to get um, a place shadowing um, a PP student at St Peter's. So that was a great chance just to get to know everyone and, um, as you said, realise that <laughs> there's a lot of normal, funny, nice, open people out there. Um, it's just another university with students your, your own age who, um, who you're bound to get along with. And um, I also came up on a separate occasion for an Oxford Access scheme interview training kind of day um, at exam schools, which was helpful. And I think both of you therefore have obviously benefited from familiarisation with the university prior to making your application. Would you advise that to any applicant who's seriously considering applying here that they come and have a look beforehand? I think so. I think you have to do that with any university. Yeah, certainly Oxford, because it... It is something that seems quite strange, you know, it's arcane traditions, it's collegiate system. It does seem quite different to everywhere else, but actually, like Dawn said, it's just the same. It's students, it's studying, it's just getting, you know, it's, it's a way of life that everyone experiences. Oxford has its peccadilloes and its traditions, but they're all part of the fun, really. And given that you've now had, well, in your case, Dawn, two years, and in your case, uh Three, with the benefit of hindsight, what advice would you now give to somebody who's starting the process to consider a college to apply to? Is the things that you now know that you would have looked at had you been aware at the time? Yeah, I think it, uh, one piece of advice that might be helpful is even if you don't know anyone in your immediate family or you've not got friends or, or whatever, if you get in touch with colleges or you ask your teachers for help, talking to an actual student and emailing your questions to an actual student who, who's here, they're going to be honest. It's, it, it's not in their interest to lie to you. Like Students want to be transparent, want to prepare you, and want to tell you the truth about what to expect when you come here. I, I think one of the best avenues to finding out what to expect and which way, what way to go about things is to try and get hold of an actual student here and email them questions, phone them questions, or even better, if possible, come down and visit one day. I mean, personally, looking back, Harris Manchester was a, a great experience for me, but at the same time, what I've come to realise is that any college, while for me, it's slightly different, if, but I would find that any college would have provided a lot of what I was looking for. You make friends outside of college walls. It's, while college, you will find your closest friends, probably friends you're going to live with if you have to live out, but it's very fluid. You know, you will find friends at other colleges, you go to other colleges, do other things. And so as I would say that while college ends up becoming important when you're there because you've formed an allegiance, it's actually not that important in the first instance. And so I wouldn't place a great weight on actually choosing a college. Can I ask, you've obviously one of the key issues for the subjects that you're doing is um, the tutorial mm -hmm. element. And then that's obviously developed within the college that you attend. Have you experienced tutorials elsewhere have you yep. picked yep. courses up? the great thing about PPE is that while college is probably where you're going to be taught for most of your first year because each college offering the subject will have someone who can teach the basics you mm. know while they may have a different speciality but once you when you come to options you follow the specialist you you go to the college where the specialist teach I've been very fortunate I've had some great tutors I, I had one-on-one -on -one tutors uh, tutorials with the uh, warden of new college who no longer teaches undergraduates, but for some reason took me and you know had these one-on-ones where I was 
entered into his study by the maid who, you know, brought me a coffee and you just sit there going, bloody hell, what's going on here? And it's just amazing. And so, you, you know, and then you have tutorials with people outside of your college. You mm. get to know different people. Another avenue for meeting people outside of your own environment. And so... Again, you know, for subjects you may think, oh, the specialist for what I'm interested in is at this college, but actually the chances are you may be taught by them if you... Oh, you can ask to be taught by them as well. You can ask tutors to send you across, and so it's not a major factor when choosing a college. I certainly wouldn't place any great emphasis on it. Dawn, um, you chose St John's. Did you think when you were looking at St John's, was there any kind of particular link to your subject when you were picking that, or was it more about the environment and the...? Um, it was more based on that they offered the accommodation and the environment mm. and that I love the look of the actual building. Um, with, with regards to subjects, what I've found is um, that there tends to be little difference um, as, as soon as you get into your second year and your third year and you're, and you're, speci you're specialising. You often will get sent to other colleges to be taught by different t tutors. I mean, the, the one thing you'd need to advise students looking into Oxford, however, is obviously just to check that that college does offer your subject. Yes, and uh, just to finish off with um, the choice of college that you made, uh, or ultimately uh, the, the college that you were selected at, did you find it helpful that you were able to actually see more than one college as part of the admissions process? Because you were, you, you had the chance to interview elsewhere. Did you find that helpful? It definitely gives you a look at the size of Oxford and how Oxford varies. Um, it is useful just in in noting the similarities between colleges and noting that some of your social life will just be university-wide rather than college-based. Because I think it's, sometimes it's easy to think you're going to spend your whole time in college and, and it is not necessarily like that. So it was helpful on that basis. Yeah, I, I only went to the one college for interview, which is good and bad because they either want you or they don't there's no second opinion mm. um but from having um come down on an access day and and seeing um worcester um and then i had a little trip down to harris Manchester. it's really you get you get to you do appreciate the difference like dawn say in terms of size in terms mm. of architecture in terms of you know student population in numbers but it's certainly good if you can come down to oxford even if it's not on an arranged day just come down and have a wander around because you see all you get to see the different aspects of it, the different colleges, the different types. Um, yeah, it's a really helpful thing to do. And of course, students can come into the information centre on Little yeah. Clarendon Street and, yeah. and, and get information there yeah. as well. And if they come this summer, they'll probably see me. So. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Put a, a face to the the name. That would be excellent. Thank you very much once again for uh, your input into this podcast. We obviously would love to hear from any of you who are listening. Um, and if any of you do have any further questions then you can email us at podoxford at admin, admin.ox.ac.uk and you'll obviously be able to download uh, this podcast and future podcasts and visit our website which is www.admissions.ox.ac.uk forward slash podcasts and I look forward to talking to you again in the future.